Hey, 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 this is Jay Chatfield, loving yourself to life. Thank you guys for joining me again. I really appreciate your support. I just like to be able to be of aid to you um, in your journey, in your spiritual journey, in your life journey. I don't think you have to be any type of spiritual to go on any type of journey. The journey happens whether you are here for it or not. You just want to make yourself present in your journey. That's what we are working on. Grace Guidance is the sponsor of this podcast and this YouTube channel where we are here to inspire you to heal and encourage you to love to live your life on purpose. So yes, Thank you guys again for tuning in for my last podcast and looking at the last video. I tell you guys, that is the most views I have gotten on the video. And I am, I'm just happy that someone is um, benefiting from the work that I've done a while ago and then the work that I'm currently doing on myself. If you find yourself needing any type of encouragement, please go ahead and send me an email or you can write down below. I do answer um, throughout the day or throughout the week whenever I see it. I don't get like pop-ups or anything, but my email is graceguidance at gmail.com. God, you and I dance at gmail.com. That is graceguidance at gmail.com. All right. All right. Thank you guys again for coming on in today. Now, let's go ahead and um, just a refresher. We're talking about my book that I wrote a while back. It is not published yet. It is kind of like, and you're going to see that today. It is an interactive book because it is called Loving Yourself to Life Practices of and connecting to you. That is what I wrote the book back. Um, that is the, 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 um, <laughs> the title of the book, um, practices to connecting to you. And we're going to go through a practice today. I'm so excited because we kind of get into some of the work of the book, you know, and, um, this is the type, this is where I had to really kind of tap in. So, on the third page of the book, I don't put page numbers on my book. I don't know, you know, it's tedious stuff, but you'll get to learn about yourself. I don't like the little things. I just be, I just be want to put it out there. So the, the title of this one is, if loving me is wrong, then I'll be wrong. Oh boy. Loving you is wrong. Then you, um, you'll be wrong then. I hate the word selfish and we'll talk about this a little bit we're, we'll we'll talk about this a little bit even though we t- sometimes put it in its place and we don't but a lot of people think loving you is selfish and that's why it's it's been a it's been a roadblock um to to getting to the real you because you you start to think that your life is all about service which we did come to serve but you're not serving the person that needs the service the most, which is you. So loving you is really easy, but it has been made hard because we live in a world that takes your focus outward. This is by design. It's not a coincidence. If you haven't paid attention to you, let's shine a lens on you. Look at a few people around you and you can see the neglect of self. Try to connect the dots. 
Everything in their lives points to a thing that is outside of themselves. Where does your life point to? Who does your life point to? How do you get back to you? The journey to self is a very specific journey. Many don't attempt the journey because they are not aware that they aren't operating as their true self. Everything, everybody, in every way has told them who to be. Like what career is best to make money, not to cultivate the happiness. What music to like. What type of person to spend part or all of your lives with. How many kids to have. What diet is best for you? A few, a few years ago, I found that everyone's choices were not made for me. How did I find that out? <laughs> well, their choices weren't treating me right. I was unhappy, alone, living in fear, and sicker than I had ever been in my entire life. Most would say to lose weight and adopt a healthy lifestyle. Thank you. Thank you very much. It sounds great. <laughs> and many achieve their goals when they do whatever it is to be done. But I had a feeling the problem was a little more intricate, a little more personal than restricting calories and sweating. Therapy? Um, I'm not going to say that's what I needed. I will say it is that whomever that therapist was would be very happy to tell me about me. Hopefully they would. So why you got to be so deep, Jay Chatfield? It's deep. But whoever that therapy therapist was, how could they know me? How could they know about the very deep recesses in my mind, the things that I go through, the I lay down with me every day. Now, it, it's deep, but really not that deep because the good news is that you already are you. You already are you. If you are feeling disconnected in any way, it's okay. Most of us start out that way. You just need to put some practice into yourself. That goes against a lot of the things we have seen in the world. There is also a whole community of people out there that have been starting or thinking about working on themselves. The good thing is that you are listening to this book to support your journey. And you have signaled to the God within, the universe, and anything or anyone else who has your best interest that you are ready to connect to you. I love this page in my book because I had to go through a lot of searching just to know that I was searching for the person that I already am. You know, um, I wasn't happy. I was doing things that that was outwardly pleasing, but I was inwardly dwindling. And I found myself depressed. I had anxiety. Um, I was up 300 pounds. I had boils all over my body. Um, I was signaling to me that I needed attention. But guess what? I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to get there. I didn't know what to do. So I started writing. My next page, I, I, I asked the question, why did you buy this book? But I like to write down my thoughts a lot. I have journals from when I was, uh, you know, in the 
the felt like the fifth grade. I go back and I look and I was like, girl, you know, you're, you're amazing. You just didn't know. I didn't think I was messed up or anything because I don't think about messed up the way that people think that messed up is. We we all walk our own journey. It's not for us to say what is messed up, messed up. But I wasn't messed up um, as people would see it on the outside. I just was fighting me. So at this point in the book or in if you're listening, you know, why do you feel like you need to connect to you? What are the signs that is leading you to look at you. Now, the next page I did, uh, we went over the the writing part, but then we go to the next page and I kind of love the way that I kind of outline this little piece out. Um, it may not be as accurate, but you know what? I, I just love creating it. Remember, I told you creating is life. If you don't create, you you do die. You have to create. So be intentional about what you're creating. So know who you are so no one can tell you who you are not. Tell my children this all the time. Know who you are so no one can tell you who you are not. So it's my job to help them with that. But they already know who they are when they come here. They just get mixed up in all of the different things that's going on in the world that tells them that this is perfect and this is how you should be. Um, I won't go on my homeschool soapbox, but yep, yep, and yep. So have you asked, who am I lately? This is really important to answer, to know, because you will go back to whom you say you are time and a time again. And you may not get it right the right time or, or, or the first time, or you may be evolving into who it is. Um, that you're going to find out that you are. You will be tested with who you are because there is always a fight for you. You are, listen, (laughs) there is always a fight for you. You can see the fight through all media outlets, a commercial to tell you what to eat. Like you didn't even want that hamburger until you saw that thing smoking on the TV. Now they went from, like, when I was younger, they showed, like, you know, the hamburgers and the things like that. Now it's, like, a full table of stuff. I was looking at a a show the other day, and um, they, back in the 17th century, I don't know, it was something like that. And one of the priests says, gluttony, why have we, we've, why are we sitting at the table eating for everything, And I thought about that. Why is it? Because maybe someone told us to. You know, sometimes we eat because we don't want to. Or, you know, we eat because somebody else is eating, you know? Um, So you can see that fight through all the media outlets. You can see the fight in the stores. And people are like, well, this is consumers. No, that's a fight for you. That's a fight for your mind. That's a fight for your love. Oh, that's what all of that is. You know, some have never put the cause together that the world does not run on it on, on its own. It runs for the minds of the people that live in it. If you don't truly know who you are, you will fall for everything said, seen, and felt. When you look outside of yourself for answers and try to connect those answers to who you are on the inside, you will find yourself looking at a superficial perception of yourself. Maybe not even yourself. 
of other people, of how they want you to be. So how do you know it is superficial? You will begin to identify with the things that seem to light your inner candle. With some time, you will hear something else that lights another candle. Have you ever met someone that is a different person every time you see them? They will give you an answer that sounds something like this. So, so-and-so on the blankety-blank show said we should do this and not that. The other person says, I thought you didn't like that so-and-so or what they stand for. What happened? That person will say, I just felt like everyone else is supporting this cause. Maybe it isn't too bad. The other person asks, well, maybe, but you never usually do what you see others do. And how do you know that's right for you? How do you know that's right for you? Are you tired of running that rat race of everybody telling you what to do, when to do it, how to do it? I know I was. It just, it bothered me. I I could not, it just, I, I couldn't keep up with it. And we're not meant to. Now, the next week, you may see this person again and another conversation may come up about that, you know, that seems totally off from what you know of this person. That's because they're falling for the superficial. You know, I'm not saying you won't ever change, but it won't change with the wind. You know, the wind is, it's, it will not change with the wind. You'll be consistent. I know you will. Moving into our practice today, um, I see you. I see you is the next one on, on the page six. And we're going to go through this practice. When you get into the practice of you, just you, there are some things that may fall away. Well, a lot of things that will fall away. With all of the things that fall away, you don't want to fall away too. See, when we participate in things that can move us emotionally anyway, at any time, it begins to feel like a ship without a compass. You begin to move through life at the speed of influence. But on the inside, there is a raging concern that you may need to find a place to watch, listen, and wait for instructions. You continue to live at the step of others, family, friends, lovers, careers, and little by little, you go away from your original path. When the sea starts to get rough, you then look for refuge refuge in where you are. But you weren't supposed to be there. Everything around you is volatile, cold, unfamiliar, and very lonely. You look for signs, a bird, a cloud, something to help you understand where you are. Nothing seems to help you. No one seems to hear your cries. Every horizon turns you back in a circle. What do you do? I, you know, growing up, my mom would always tell me, I just want you to finish school and don't have any babies in high school. And, you know, that's all I want. And I wanted it because she said it so much. But honestly, school wasn't for me. I did it. I have a degree. I have a bachelor's degree. was working on my master's before I had my um, second child. And then I decided to take a break because I really kind of wanted to be a mom 
um, because I didn't get to spend that much time with my first, uh, my daughter. Um, and then when my son came along, I wanted to soak up more of that baby time. And um, I decided not to go for my master's. Like that didn't drive me anymore. I, I, I always teach my children that you must have a inner responsibility, accountability for yourself. Because I don't want you to have an accountability for me. Because when you stop hearing my voice tell you what I want, you need to know what you want. You need to know where you need to go. And you need to be sure of it. So the first practice is spend time getting to know you. How? Get something you like. Coffee, tea, wine, a book, some nachos. And then what do you do? You sit down and enjoy it without any distractions. Then what do you do? Close your eyes and just breathe. Deep breath in the nose. It feels good to sit in your car, right? When you went after a long day before you go in the house, right? And you just take that deep breath. I love breathing deep. And then what do you do? Write down what you hear and how you are feeling. And then what do you do? Repeat. Sitting down for five minutes or more each day to just listen. Now, we haven't gotten to one of the most challenging things that I had to go to through um, in this. Um, sitting down um, was, was really easy for me, um, but the, the focus part was a little hard. Um, but that was because I was always thinking about everybody else. So uh, we're going to start that one off next time with that. But also, um, you're just breathing right now. We're not talking about any specific thing. All, all you're doing is just taking a deep breath in and blowing it out with a cup of coffee or tea or wine or something. A book, you might not even read it. It just may give you comfort just to hold it. And nachos, I just said, because it just doesn't matter. I love to sit, um, just sit around with my pens and my pencils and my, my, my sheets that I've colored, you know, the beautiful things that I create. I just like to do that and just take a deep breath. And sometimes I started out with just two minutes and then five. And sometimes I would just close my eyes and, you know, we haven't gotten to that part yet, but just sitting down without anything, no TV. And if you're eating, I don't turn on TV. I don't want to listen to any, anything, or, or, or if you need a little music in the beginning, that's cool. And like I said, we'll talk more about that um, in our next on our next round together. So um, we are done today for this section. Um, the practice was, and I'll repeat it, is spend time getting to know you. I like to write in this book um, when I do put it out. Or you could just grab you a, a great notebook. Spend some time getting to know you. Pick up something that you like. Sit down and enjoy it without distraction. Close your eyes and just breathe. Write down what you hear and how you're feeling. And then repeat, sitting down for two to five minutes or more each day just to listen. Make an appointment with yourself that you can't break.
This is Jay Chatfield loving yourself to life. As always, do something for you that only you will love. Have a love yourself day.